the uh, cathedral had an awful sound system. You just, you know, it reverberated. You, you, know, it, you just couldn't understand what the speakers were saying. And uh, so we elected to put in a new sound system. And uh, I went about as high end as I could with a lot of bells and whistles for a lot of reasons. But we spent initially $160,000 on it and then another 40000 a little bit later. Well, that's it, a fantastic sound system. And it's, I wanted it to be ready to plug and play because there's so many things. The news people come to the cathedral. So we've got places all throughout the building where they can just take the, a cable from their camera, plug it into a wall, get a direct feed from the sound system. We did all those things. Well, the first weekend that we had it, I didn't realize how good it was going to be. And just like I coughed into the mic a minute ago, I had not turned off my wireless pack, and I sneezed a great sneeze. <laughs> I swear it took three ambulances to bring all the shock equipment to everybody that's scared. <laughs> when I came to you, one of the goals I had for us as a parish is that we would become a lot more high profile within the city of Franklin, Williamson County. That it, it's, I was just amazed at how much good this parish does. And since I've been here, oh my gosh, the, the additional things that you have done. But one of the reasons I wanted this parish to be a lot more high profile is so that as Catholics, we're not left out, you know, we're not left out of the discussion of things that go on in our city, whether it be the board of mayor and aldermen discussing some new laws, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, how are we going to use this neighborhood or, you know, there, all these things. And it's, and I'm not looking, nor do I want to be involved with government or politics. That's not what churches are supposed to do. Churches are supposed to be a conscience. We are a conscience that are supposed to preach to government. We're supposed to preach to the community at large. You know, we are to, to be those people that remind others of our Christian responsibilities. And that's precisely what Amos did. He became a conscience a conscience to the people of the northern kingdom. You know, when people are doing something wrong and cheating, they know it. They absolutely know what they're doing. You know, it's, they're not, you know, sociopaths who have no conscience. It's just they've allowed their conscience to, to do these things. You know, we do something we shouldn't be doing, and we do it long enough, our conscience doesn't bother us anymore. Although, at least in our mind, sometimes in our heart, we know I shouldn't be doing that, but, you know, we've just, it's become such a habit that now we're just not being pinged by our conscience the way we should. It's a, it takes an active effort to form our conscience. You know, we've got to learn, got to pray, got to read the scriptures. You know, 
And it all begins with awareness. Being aware. Being aware of everyone who is around us. Over the last many weeks, over this past year, we've done a lot with uh, Mercy Community Health. And going over there, almost weekly, to begin to understand who they serve. Now, trust me, when I walk in, go over to visit the CEO or the, you know, the, I've gotten to be good friends with Dr. Uh, Gibson over there, who's the director of medicine, you know, sometimes just for a cup of coffee. But to walk through the lobby and to have so many people that are sitting in there saying, well, hello, Father, how are you? There are a lot of our parishioners, I being one of them, that go to Mercy Community Health for our own health care. Why do I go there? One, it's convenient. Two, I really like the doctors there, some of which are our own parishioners. But also, I know that if I go, I have insurance. And so I'm a paying customer. And that helps those who can't pay or only pay a little. You know, no way in the world can I reveal who I see over there. That's part of the HIPAA law. But sometimes I'm really flabbergasted by who goes there from our parish that are either underinsured or have no insurance. You know, awareness that those, there are those among us in our very church that have no insurance or are underinsured, that can't, don't really, if it weren't for mercy, they would have no access to health care. You know, we do a lot with Habitat for Humanity. We participate in the faith build, and we'll hear a little bit about that in a few minutes. Habitat for Humanity has a, a philosophy of we don't build a house and give it away. People earn those houses. To stay in a home, as you know, requires effort. You've got to have money to keep a house up. You know, so part of what Habitat does, it, it, it helps people become stable in their lives, in their financial lives especially. They might still be very low income, but they teach them stability and show them how to do what, what our parents have taught many of us to do that just comes sort of natural to us. And because if Habitat helps a family with a home, they want, that home, they want them to be able to stay in that home. But they have to be able to do it by themselves. Again, awareness. You, under our parish outreach program, just recently sent a significant check to the Homeless Alliance here. You know, now, at the cathedral, where I was for 11 years, you know they're homeless because they're walking around your parking lot all the time asking for money. You know, and you just, there's a whole different way of dealing with the people in midtown or downtown with the homeless. You know, you can walk all over this city down here and not have a clue that we have homeless because we don't see them. But in meeting with the Homeless Alliance, the number of homeless in Franklin City limits is incredible. The difference between Nashville and here, in Nashville, they're truly homeless. They wander the streets. 
difference here is how many people are living in their cars. I was flabbergasted. And then to do a ride-along with a couple police officers in certain parts of the city, and they'd stop and they'd check on people that are in parking lots where owners aren't running them off, owners could in the parking lots at night, but the officers checking on the people in those cars, especially on cold nights. They're there. They're there. We are to be a conscience. Part of a conscience is creating awareness. But then to truly practice our faith, we have to act. We do things. And that's what has Amos beyond angry. There was all of this wealth in the north, but nothing good was happening for the poor, the hungry. And, and his whole theme is wealth is a gift from God. But you're squandering your wealth. Your wealth is all about you. You're wealthy for a reason. You're wealthy so you can be responsible. Now, Amos doesn't tell anybody to divest themselves of everything. In fact, Amos, being a very wealthy businessman himself, would say, you know, it's important that I stay wealthy. Not for any self-purpose, but so that I can continue to help. And that really is, that's capitalism at the best. When we see what we do as providing the means to help other people. Last comment. Timothy. At the time Paul appointed Timothy as a pastor, Timothy is about 18, 19 years old. And Paul made him a pastor. I cannot imagine. <laughs> At 18 years old, I was proud I could tune my own guitar and play in a band. Be a pastor of a church? I don't think so. So the letters to Timothy, First and Second Timothy, are letters instructing him on how to be a good pastor. Now, at the time, there was a belief that you prayed for others, but only for your own. Jews prayed only for Jews. And Paul writes to Timothy, Beloved, first of all, I ask that in supplications and prayers, petitions and thanksgiving, be offered for everyone. For kings, meaning Caesar, who was hated, hated. He was a persecutor. But he says, pray for the kings. Pray for all in authority, in devotion and in dignity. Because God does care, no matter how bad they are, God does care about them. The thought of Jewish people praying for someone other than their own was oh my gosh, what is he asking us to do? Give up our Jewishness? No. Paul was being a conscience. Making people aware that if only through prayer we can change things, even if it's only prayer. If we have wealth, if we get involved, support all of our local charities, outreach programs, we have our own outreach with the St. Anthony Shelter or the St. Anthony Pantry, the St. Anthony Closet, 
most of, our, most of you may not be aware of half of what we do. But that is how we are truly church at, at, at our very best. That we would be known as the church in Franklin that cares for the poor and puts their money where their mouth is.